Space Warhorse, and you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast, too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, let's cut right to it. I've got CCW's Jason Wells with me. How are you? I'm good, Caleb. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate good. it. So, uh, are you the o- you're the owner, booker? I'm just a booker. I just, just a booker. You're not, the, not owner anymore? Not an owner anymore. No. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were one of them that sold out with the others. Or? Yeah, yeah, we sold uh, all our, uh, our, our shares and then... Uh, Pretty much, uh, they asked me to stay on and uh, and keep booking, uh, and uh, I agreed, and uh, that's that's where we are today. Cool, cool. <laughs> so uh, it's no secret we've been dealing with the COVID nineteen pandemic and stuff. So yes. this is actually the first Cape Wrestling we've had here in what's it been three three or four months. Well, I mean, if you really look at it, we haven't been in Cape since maybe January. Um, yeah, because we went to Charleston. Yeah, right? we went to Charleston in February, and then that was the last show with Rhino until today. Yeah, and there's supposed to be a Delta first in March. Yep. yep. So we ended up having to cancel that one, and Super Show in April, and then our May Show, and now we're back. Yep. Hopefully for a while. Yeah, good. hopefully <laughs> for good. That second wave's coming. They're, they're, saying, they're yeah. saying that. That's what my phone keeps saying, yeah. but you know how that is. <laughs> So, uh, Derek Boxdorfer wants to know, yeah. uh, hey Derek, if you're listening by the way, he's got a few things actually kind of regarding COVID-19. He says, yeah. yes, with this being the first show back from the pandemic, will CCW start where it left off or are we going to see kind of a reset of sorts? Um, there's going to be some resets on some things, but the majority we're going to keep our... Um, our groups, our guys together, and some of the storylines still going, you know, because, I mean, some of those storylines have been going for, you know, a year or so now, so, I mean, who knows if uh, with uh, the way that the <laughs> pandemic's happening, you know, I, I'm trying to keep the storylines going as long as we can, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's good. And to be fair, I've kind of asked myself the same question a few times, it's like, because when this whole thing started, we wasn't sure when we were going to come back, and I'm like... Are we still going to stick with the same stuff, or is it going to be kind of a fresh start kind of thing? Yeah. So we're going to do some fresh starts, some 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 things, and we're you know right after this two week turnaround, and we're we're right back for the super show. So it's like you know, and and the super shows always want to kind of like WrestleMania, the end of a lot of feuds, the yeah. start of some stuff. So you know we're going to get past this one, and then you know super shows coming. Yeah, do you feel like being away from CCW because of the pandemic? You feel that like that? That was another one of his questions. Has has that kind of hurt CCW in your mind, or has it not really changed? I personally, I mean, for me personally, it it made it a little bit uh, better just to take some time off to refresh for myself and for some of the guys to get healthy. Um, when it comes down to that, the show and the fans. I think um, I don't think it hurt it. Um, I think we we've had enough content on Facebook and stuff like that because I didn't want to bombard everybody like every day with stuff. But you know, a weekly update or stuff here and there, kind of keeping people interested. You know, and um, you know, we did the best we could to keep that going. But I, I think the fans are going to be pretty excited to come back and actually get to do something. You know, and get out of the house and 
you know, get to come back and see some wrestling. They're favorites. Yeah, I feel you there. So, how do you think wrestling is going to kind of change as we're with this pandemic and everything, you know? Well, I don't know if the pandemic even is going to... Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, that's going to have a big impact on a lot of things. Like, I don't even... I mean, when you sit back and think about AEW, WWE, and their fans and all that other stuff, I mean, letting people back in for a big event, I mean, uh, that's... That's a big step. Yeah. And when that can happen, I don't know if that'll happen this year, to be honest with you. I don't know if that'll happen, you know. We don't know the future, but uh, for independent wrestling and for, you know, crowds between two and five hundred people, I think it'll be I think it'll be okay. Um, like right now there's I know everybody's seen on Facebook, there's so much stuff going around like uh, I bought the mask mm-hmm. uh, and some hand sanitizers and, and stuff like that. Because in Cape, there's no restrictions. Right. They, they don't say, hey, you, you don't need to do this. They recommend social distancing, mm-hmm. but they're not making us do anything. Right. So the mask and stuff was just optional to make yeah. people feel better. And uh, the thing is, we don't know what's going to stop it. You know, we don't know if a mask is going to stop it, hand sanitizer is. But all we can do is just do our best to try to, you know, protect our fans because they are... Anytime you get out of the house on a day, you are taking some sort of a risk. No matter if you're coming to wrestling or going to the grocery store. Right. So, um, when it comes to our half as, as not even an owner, but just a part of this, um, I love our fans. And they, you know, they've been supportive for, for years now. And I, when it comes to something like this, I want to protect them the best I can. I don't know if it'll actually, you know, like I said, do it and work, but it can't hurt. So. Right. Well, some people are going to do it, and then, of course, there's going to be those people that don't want to do it. But, you know, like you said, it's optional. It is. Uh, I'm glad you guys are taking the precautions to protect those that want to be protected, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll try to do our best. Same thing for our wrestlers, too. You know, like, I have uh, some masks for those guys. If they want to put them on and wear them, I have no problem with that. Totally understand. I I want to respect people's, you know, feelings for that. important. Try to be. <laughs> Try to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> can't, make, can't make everybody happy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Michaela Minton wants to know, uh, I don't know if you can be super biased here, but she wants to know your favorite CCW wrestler and your favorite guest. Oh, man. Um, favorite CCW wrestler? That's, that's really tough. Um, <laughs> there's so many of them. I mean... Um, I, I don't think I could choose just one. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them I'm proud of that seeing how they've grown and actually, like, you know, done something and been places and, uh, you know, giving people a home to actually work, uh, you know, and develop their characters and stuff. That's it's always really cool. There's so many talented guys here uh, and that came through. Uh, when it comes to guests, I mean... Um, I don't really know. I think, you know, uh, Ron Simmons was one of my favorites just because I got to ride in a car with him and hang out and talk, and he was so open. Um, but I, I'd say, I'd probably say Ron right now that yeah. comes to mind. First off, he'd probably be one of my one of my favorites. So, yeah, not, not Colt Cabana. Not Colt Cabana. No, for me, I, I'm just uh, kidding. I actually <laughs> love Colt. Everybody uh, else, you know, man, I've been a fan. Let, but I, let's not open up that old Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I know Big Lee's listening. <laughs> I know. I'm just hey, doing that to make him mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, David Hadley, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, kind of kind of a hard-hitting one, I guess. So, he wants to know how stressful can be can things be the day of the show. And I, I actually <laughs> answered this question for him. I just said, very. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where if if we were running a show in Illinois or Tennessee, it wouldn't be as stressful. But in Missouri, where uh, we have licensing, where we have a commission, where we have to make sure everybody has their blood work, and I have to turn in rosters and make sure everybody's good before the show, it can be. I mean, we've had shows before where guys are all set to wrestle, and then their blood work wasn't good, mm-hmm. and we had to fix it. Uh, Matt Hardy, when he came, he uh, he gave me his blood work. I'm like, mm, I got it in maybe an hour before the show. Before then, they weren't going to allow him to wrestle. And you just think about how stressful and yeah. how how bad that would have been. I mean, it wouldn't have been anybody's fault, but not everybody knows that stuff. So it would have looked bad on us. Right. But we've been really lucky. And the commission for Missouri has been excellent with us. But, yes, uh, the stress, when I, I go back to the previous question of how COVID has been good for me uh, <laughs> in a way to take time away. And, vacation, yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of what it's been, a little vacation to kind of refresh and not stress out yeah. at least two or three times a month from this is always good yeah and then you got and then sometimes you got that wrestler that's like oh i can't make it or and then you gotta find a replacement yes Those yeah kinds, all sorts of things and that that happens like for today like joe o'reilly called me this morning and said hey I, they called me into work i gotta work i can't make it so it's like what can we do on the fly to fix it to make this work to still get a good match out there and entertain fans and you know that's one thing about um you can ask a lot of the guys especially like hollis um, sometimes you just show up to shows and bring your stuff and have your license and you'll get a chance. <laughs> yeah. uh, if there's any wrestlers out there listening right now, um, always bring your gear. Absolutely. Always bring your documentation, all that good stuff because Rule number one. you never know when somebody's going to drop out at the last minute. Absolutely. The injuries and training, the, the all, everything can happen. So, yeah, I, I'd say that's the number one rule. Bring your stuff and, you know, there's always a chance. I think that's actually, if I remember correctly, I think that's actually how Marco kind of made it big because there was this opening on, I think it was Joey Janela's Lost in New York, mm-hmm. and after that booking, he got booked for All In, so. Well, he, um, when it comes to Marco, he did the, he wrestled Flip Gordon, mm-hmm. and uh, they did the Flip Gordon, Jackson Crowley. Uh, Jackson won the championship the month before, and then we kind of did like a... We never really do a quick title change. Everybody has the titles for at least a while. That's kind of how I like to do stuff. So um, that was the first ever title change within a month, especially the championship, and Marco won it. Um, On Twitter that night, someone asked uh, the people from StarCast, hey, since Marco beat Flip Gordon, and Flip Gordon's not allowed at, uh, at StarCast, can Marco come? And they said, absolutely, and then booked him for StarCast. <laughs> then he went to Joey Janela's after mm-hmm. they seen that. Then after Joey's show, Cody Rhodes seen him. And it was just boom, boom, boom after that. So, and so, now he's with AEW. Yeah, now he's on TV, and I'm watching him. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. You know, to, like we've seen him be a, a bodyguard here and a manager. Now he's, you know, in one of the most uh, you know, popular tag teams around. You know, or I don't know if you would call them a tag team, six man group, a group around a trio, yeah, a trio for the the uh, what, the Jurassic Express, yeah, so. the Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. they're uh, they uh, they've done. I'm not surprised because Marco, like I said, has always been full of charisma, but the uh, you know to see him really take off that group fits so well. 
you know, they make so much sense. So I'm really proud of that. And yeah, happy me for too. Them. Me too. Yeah. Super happy for those guys. It's awesome to see somebody start at a small place like this and make it big too. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's great to see that. And, you know, some guys that's been here and uh, like Blake Christian mm-hmm. here and then, you know, he's doing the GCW thing and, you know, I don't, hopefully his match happens. He uh, He's supposed to be wrestling Will Ospreay. Yeah, that was supposed to happen at Joey Janelle's spring break over mm-hmm. Mini Weekend, but, you know. Yeah. Hopefully he'll get that happen. chance because – uh, that's that's one kid that's super talented. That's gonna be you know you can he has star written all over him. Yeah, I remember uh, when Blake Christian came here to CCW the first time, and it was actually Marco's quote unquote last night here. But mm-hmm. you know things things happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember telling my I remember telling my dad about Blake Christian because before that I was watching all the highlight reels that he put out and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Dad, this dude's gonna be a star. Man. And he started out in Tennessee just like a lot of us did. Yeah. Like he started out in these little promotions in Trenton and Dyersburg, and now, you know, he, he's traveling around doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, just, I mean, you can see he, he's going to be that guy, <laughs> the oh, superstar yeah. for sure. <laughs> like, not everybody's big on Marco right now. There's some backlash on Twitter and stuff, you know, the Jim Cornette fans. But, yeah. I mean,. What what would you like knowing Marco working with Marco and stuff like, what would you say to a person that doesn't like Marco stunt? Well, the the biggest thing that I see is they're old school wrestling fans, and they will never get it. They do not like the new school wrestling. They don't like any of the new stuff. And uh, for me, I'm kind of in that middle ground where I can see both ends of it. I love the old school stuff. I grew up in Memphis, so Memphis wrestling was every Saturday morning one of my things, and that was as old school as you can get, Memphis mm-hmm. wrestling. But, you know, you got to be able to adapt, and and you got to be able to do stuff. Cornette, um, you know, he's been around. He's you know, has his opinion about stuff, and, you know, he, he deserves to have his opinion, and, uh, and no matter what it is, but... Um, like, I've talked to Marco about it, and he just, you know, all you can do is just keep doing your thing. You yeah. get on TV, you do what you're supposed to do, and, you know, it, it's, uh, all he can do is just do what he's told, and I think he's done great, and I think the other fans have accepted him so much that those haters really don't matter so much anymore, right. and their their voices are kind of silent, you know, compared to how many fans Marco and Jurassic Express have. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was all necessarily the Jim Cornette fans, I well, I like to call them the casual fans, I guess, the people that like only watch WWE or, or mm-hmm. whatever's yeah. on TV, but it's like, how's Marco going to build a relationship with these guys who are yeah. just watching through the TV? And I think he's done well with Yeah, that I so think far. he has. And then, you know, his stuff, you know, everybody's like, he's so small, you know, how's his stuff going to look with bigger guys, and everybody looks bigger than him, but, um, I mean, what else can you say but Chris Jericho defending him, and... Putting Marco over is, yeah. you know, to me, he, you know, he's probably the goat in my opinion. Like, uh, Jericho's my favorite. But um, he, when he put that stamp on him and he even said, hey, when I met Rey Mysterio, he was just as small. You know, he's gotten bigger, of course, through the years and, you know, added some muscle. But when he started, you know, he was he was that same size. And would anybody tell Rey Mysterio right now that his career has not been legit? I, I doubt it. So, and not saying Marco's going to be Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio yeah. but he at least he's around. You know, I think Ray would say the same thing to him. Oh, yeah. So, bit our favorite 
Big John, Jonathan Graham, he wants to know what's your favorite show you've ever promoted. Like, it doesn't have to be CCW. Yeah. You promote other shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, we've done a whole bunch of Ashley McClure shows across the, the South and around. Um, my, my favorite show may have been... Man, that's tough. That is a that's a good question, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, you got you, you stumped them, baby. Yeah, you, you might you might have. I mean, uh, uh, I I think the uh, the first really super show stands out in my mind because, um, or or actually the Matt Hardy show. I take that back. The Matt Hardy show was probably because I think that show really put us on the map. It was stressful, it was hard, but at the end of the day, we had so many fans in here, and we got to show uh, this area and the surrounding areas what we can do. It was really important, and uh, I think that was my favorite show. Matt was so great, and what he's done for us, uh, you know, and the the stuff he says, and, and there's occasion where I talk to Matt like, you know, hey, if you ain't doing nothing, you know, come back, we'd love to have you, and there's been discussions about him coming back, so... He, he was great to work with, and he really, his stuff that he said about us on Twitter, all that really established us. So uh, I think that was one of the shows that meant the most to me and and, and was my favorite. Because yeah. it looked dark for a while. It looked pretty bad that we weren't going to have uh, him wrestle. So when it turned around and he was all there, it, it worked out great. So yeah. Patrick Frigga wants oh, to know. What's your favorite CCW vendor, and why is it the cupcake people? <laughs> They're delicious. That's why those cupcakes are incredible. I think he was yeah. looking. I think he was looking for a shout out. On oh yeah, we. I mean, uh, Patrick and F and M have been great to us. I mean, they're always uh, willing to come in. I I met Patrick. Uh, we're related by marriage uh, down the line because his the Frigas and, and and my wife's family are all you know. It, they're all kin to everybody down here. So when I moved up here and got married, we met at a wedding, and he told me some of the stuff that he did, and I told him we'd start wrestling, and it was just great after that. But, yeah, F&M's top-notch. You know, their stuff is great, and he's been a huge supporter of our show. So Yeah, I don't know if he remembers this or not, but he was actually he's actually one of my PE coaches when I was in school. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. So this, this world is small. Yeah. Did you ever throw a dodgeball at him? Uh, I'm, I might have wanted to a few times. Do you want to do it today? Because I can find one. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll distract him. I'll give you the Iggy, and then you just nail him. Yeah. Like, you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But that's weird. You know, like, everything, everybody down here is so close. I'm from Memphis, so, like, there's not really... My family were not really, like, the family reunion type or you know stuff like that so moving up here my wife's family they're always like every year we have our family reunion and it's just been different so now I get to see meet all these new people that yeah. turns out I'm kind of related to I guess yeah so, man, yeah around here you know everybody pretty much no yeah exactly yeah you exactly. said Memphis and it actually uh, actually reminded me of what you were saying about Memphis wrestling earlier. How yeah. It's really old school and stuff. And mm-hmm. thing I like about CCW is like it's a good mix of everything. You get yeah. the you get the new stuff, you get the old storytelling and all that. And well, I'm I'm the same as you kind of. I like a good mix. Yeah, I think you got to have that. I don't want to just stick to one particular like 
we're only going to do new school stuff or we're only going to do old school stuff like some promotions. Uh, I, I'm just, I like to give it a mixture and I like to, I love the Kansas City guys have a different way of wrestling than the guys from the Tennessee area. Mm-hmm. And the St. Louis guys had different than Kansas City. Like, and, and that mixture joined together has been really cool to see and how they do stuff and put matches together. It's It's interesting, but it's, it's awesome. I've been really lucky to work with a, a great group of guys. So, a great group of talent to bring in and, you know, work with. Yeah. And Melton Pot, it's pretty cool to, you know, have that together. You know, you have uh, Austin Lane, you know. Arkansas. He's, yeah, yeah, doing his thing from Arkansas. And Austin was, you know, I, I had a tough time trying to find somebody to wrestle Ricochet. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife was like, hey, you need to... Just call Austin. You know he can do it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I should. So I give, I give Megan all the props for that. And Austin's had a heck of a career. But Austin's one of those guys that can wrestle any kind of style. And uh, that's really, you know, that's cool too. So yep. give a shout out to Austin Lane. Yeah, shout out to Austin Lane. Absolutely. I'm going to have that real. Uh, yeah, let's go back to early CCW actually. Sure. Just now that you brought that up. So what was it kind of like just forming CCW? Man, it was a lot of unknown. I didn't, uh, like, me and Brandon uh, Bobwire uh, had been friends for a really long time. Um, he actually was one of the trainers for my wife, and then, like, we, I got to meet Brandon, then, you know, everything went on with uh, uh, with Megan, uh, and, and Brandon always told me from being down here that, Dude, he's like, it's great. I want wrestling here, but I don't think it's going to work. Uh, he's like, I don't think people are going to be interested in it. He's like, I've seen wrestling here, and no one really cares. So, Brandon's normally not a negative person. So, I took that <laughs> pretty, pretty like, you know, maybe he's right. So, um, Kim wanted to try it, and, you know, I had a vision of what I wanted to do and the melting pot that I wanted to bring uh, to uh, to Cape Girardeau. And, um, you know, I got a lot of heat and a lot of stuff from guys when I said I was going to bring Ricochet in. Because at the time, if it Ricochet, you look at him now and you're like, what? Who could it, you know say that? But back then, he just got done with his Osprey match. That was on fire on the internet. But if I would have brought him to Tennessee, maybe 15, 20 people would come to see him. But bringing them here and near St. Louis and near where Ring of Honor was kind of big and near his hometown, it it really put us on the map. So it was, um, you know, having him here and having people see the different style that we're going to bring, I think was really important and, and really put us, you know, that, that, that was really cool to have him come in and, and do that for us and wrestle for us and wrestle in front of his family. So, um, but yeah, that was a... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what I, I don't even know if any of us know what was going to happen. Ken felt pretty good about it, uh, but Ken feels pretty good about everything. So, uh, and Lee was pretty, you know, uh, supportive as well. So we're just like, hey, we're going to try this. We're going to put on the best show possible. They gave me full ability to book who I wanted. Uh, Ken said, book who you want that you know would be a good wrestler and put on a good match here. And he gave me the ability to draw that and then if you look at some of the earlier times I mean uh, Davey Vega Davey was Vega, here you know, yep. uh, Jake Durden those guys were here um, 
you know, before they really kind of took off. You know, I mean, Jake had his name. He did some Ring of Honor stuff, but Davey was, uh, I think he just got back from Japan. I don't think time. that I don't think they even had the besties. At no, that they didn't have the besties yet. He was just doing single work and stuff. But you know, just getting to pick your roster, and uh, it gives you a lot of freedom to like make the 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 kind of show that you want. You know, I just wasn't stuck with like, okay, here's your group, come in here and make some matches out of this. It's like, no, you make your own. So it gave you a little bit more creativity and in booking your shows. So um but yeah, luckily Ken gave me that uh that that I guess power you can say or he gave me the uh instructions to just book it as you know, as what I see and it's worked out okay. I'd say going to our man, is this our fourth year? Uh, I think it is the fourth year. Like that next month's well it's not even next month, it's like a couple weeks. Can you believe it? Super show. Super show. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, that's it's it's crazy. It's been around four years. You yeah. know, it hadn't it don't feel like it. So. I know. Like a lot of people have come and gone too. People have gotten big, some people just kinda of left, but you know, I think we got I think yeah. it's been a good show overall. I think so. And, you know, some of the stuff, you know, um I've had to answer this question a couple times. I know you're aware of some of the stuff that's happened with some guys and why they're not here. But um, I really take uh, a lot of res- uh, responsibility on who I bring in. If I know something about someone or something or something happens, um, I-, I won't bring anybody that's bad for our show. And, you know, uh, that's been tough. And a lot of people have asked about guys like, hey, when you bring this guy back? And... I don't want to just, you know. Yeah, it sucks that you just can't tell them the truth. I just can't tell them the truth because, I, I, you know, I just, I, I want the fans to know if I do something like that, it is best interest, of, I feel like, for everybody. Because I, I do, like, I, I, like our fans, I want to make sure that we protect them the best I can. And that if I'm putting on a show for them and their family, uh, a Scott Steiner was about as far as I'm going to take, yeah. you know, being out of control. <laughs> you know, like, that's the first time that I actually sent someone out there and was like, man, I hope this works out all right. Uh, <laughs> besides that, you know, everything else has been really, you know, really good. So Yeah. Yes. Uh, you said Scott Steiner, and it reminded me that uh, there's a new promotion in Anna mm-hmm. called Fight Underground. Yep. And they just announced that in November they're bringing New Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see here's one of the things like I uh, I, I kind of like New Jack yeah. I'm kind of a fan of his I, um, just because he when I, I met him before he was really cool to me he was really nice uh, it him being here doesn't make a lot of sense and right. and I know like I, this is a me and Lee conversation and it's a lot he brings up a lot of guys leads into the hardcore wrestling scene um, you know, and he has those great guys in that that you know put it all on the line and, and bust their butts to put on some great matches and do some really cool stuff. But in Missouri, there's so many rules, you and can't do that. You Missouri. can't do that stuff here. So, even though you know, like, who wants to see Nick Gage come here and you know, put a guy in a headlock and give him a hip toss? You know, no, they want to see Nick Gage stab somebody in the face, but you can't do that here, you know. So, right. you know, it's not that I've been completely against it. It's just, hey, we have some regulations that I don't control. So, uh, any thoughts about ever doing like a East Cape or Illinois show? We've definitely talked about it, and Lee, <laughs> <laughs> I love Lee. He uh, shout out to Lee, big Lee, yeah. yeah. Um, whoop, 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 whoop. 
a uh, he's been telling you know we we've thought about it for a long time. We thought about doing Friday night shows there once a month and, and and moving over there, but it just didn't seem to work out. And one of the things that I really believe is everything happens for a reason, negative or positive. It will always turn out the way it's supposed to be. It might be negative today, but two weeks from now or a month from now, it, it'll have you'll see why it happened and the benefit from it. As hard as it is, and that stuff didn't work out, and maybe that's for the best. I yeah, mean, maybe. yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, the you know the guys in Anna are running, you know, and they've hit me up, and we're you know we're on the same page. I fully support them. I hope some of the fans that want to see hardcore wrestling can go over there and, and check them out when they run. And I'll be going to the show with, uh, in November to see New Jack for sure. So, um, you know, they got my full support in what they do, and. Uh, um, you know, I hope them nothing but success. Yeah. So you know, I think we need more of that in independent wrestling too, because it's like it's like I see these different promotions that are kind of run in the same area. Like, I'll give an example. Uh, there's a promotion that runs on the St. Louis side, and then there's another one that runs on the Illinois side. Mm-hmm. And with the whole COVID nineteen thing going on, uh, Illinois not being open back up quite yet, but Missouri is. Somebody asked this Illinois promotion if they'd consider running in Missouri, and they're like, no, I, we don't. We have a good relationship with this promotion. We don't want to get in their area and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just like, if it was WWE or AEW, I could see why. But, I mean, independent wrestling, why does it have to be that way, you know? Well, the <sighs> independent wrestling is a weird thing. Like, if you go down to Tennessee, uh, there's about three or four shows within a 50-mile radius, okay? So you're putting on a show every Saturday night there, and you have your group of guys, they have their group of guys. It It's competitive. It's like they're... But it, to be honest, they're cutting their own throat. They're hurting themselves. So, like, there's been... I try to not run when other promotions are because I don't want my fans to say, God, I don't want to... Man, I love CCW do that, but this guy's gonna be here really cool, you know, and I wanna see that. I I hate for that choice to be made. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I feel like I want everybody to succeed. You know, there's I mean, in St. Louis there's some great wrestling. I mean, from uh St. Louis Anarchy to Glory Pro to uh WLW to I mean there's just there's like four or five up there and, and they they put on some great shows and they do some great things. I don't wanna take away from them and I don't know if they have the same feeling towards us, but we're far enough away where, you know, it don't really affect us too much. But, like I said, I know some of our fans want to go see if they bring a guy in or something like that. I want them to be able to see it. But I, when they succeed, wrestling succeeds. Yeah. It grows more fans. And that's, you know, that's the best thing about all of it. So Yeah, amen to that. So I'm all, I'm all about growing the business of wrestling, you know, and uh, and and bringing more fans and letting people see it. So, the more, the better. Yeah. So that's the feelings. Yeah. So, let's dig into some stuff here. Yeah, uh, let's go. There's this thing going on right now where everybody's speaking out. Yes. I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm just curious, and I'm sure some other people are curious to hear this. Uh, What's kind of CCW's take on, like, things like homophobia, racism, and that kind of stuff? And Well, that stuff is completely, like, no. I mean, it, it, there's none of that here. 
Like if if I see something like that, I don't care who it who's it from. Um, you know, it, it's just not going to be tolerated. There's there's stuff that goes on, and there's guys that I you know generally like. Okay, you're a cool dude. I like you, but you know some of the stuff you say on Facebook, I don't want my fans to see, and I don't want to tie into that. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of the negativity or BS online to to translate into my company and my fans. Like I don't, I don't want that. Um, so that that's kind of my thing about it. There's just so much of that stuff going on right now. A lot of people speaking out, and uh, that's great because I mean I know some of this stuff's been going on for years, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it, it's a great thing to uh, to get those people out of out of out of the wrestling business because that does nothing but hurt the wrestling business. But it, to be honest with you, it's been going on for years and years and years. I'm very lucky to have a um, a wonderful wife that is in the wrestling business but most of the guys have respected that and not crossed that line with her or did anything like that but I know that's not true for everybody so I know how that can be and I know a lot of you know promotions they you know I, I took a little bit of I, I don't want to mention any names because I don't want to throw anybody in the bus or sure. anything like that sure. but you know, there was a lot of people that have asked about, you know, why do you have so many uh, African American wrestlers wrestling for you? And you know, and I don't, I don't see it as that. If you're right. a wrestler and you're good, man, come on down here. I tell you what, Hollis Giroux is one of the best guys in wrestling. Hallelujah. And point blank period. And mm. I'm super proud of that dude. And he's a close personal friend that, you know, when we. I guess it's been about a month ago. I just called him like, "Hey man, I ain't seen you in a long time. Come down, come down to Cape or come down to Chaffee and hang out with me." And he got in the car and, and they come down and hung out just randomly for one. My uh, our families fixed a huge meal and we all hung out. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. But when I get asked that question, I, I don't even I don't even think I responded to it because I, I like I don't want to give any kind of relevance to ignorance. You know, and I, I just don't see that. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you are gay, straight, anything like that. That matters zero to me. If you perform with these fans and uh, they like you and you're a good performer and and you're a good person, you have a you have a place here, always. So that's that's uh, anything other than that. Any kind of you know homophobic racial stuff is just not tolerated. Uh, we had that with a fan. Uh, a while back mm-hmm. and I actually went on Facebook Live and said it's not going to be tolerated. If I hear anything, it's gone. You know, that fan's out of here and, you know, and at the end of the day, um, it, it, it'll it be a benefit to not have that person in the crowd. I mean, I know that's not like the nicest thing to say, but it, to me, it is because I don't want... There, we have a lot of kids at our show. Yeah, They don't need to be around that. They don't need to hear uh, stupid stuff like that and ignorance you know, spout it out. So, you know, that's that's just my opinion on it. Uh, when it comes to like the, uh, uh, yeah, some of the other stuff and the allegations and everything, um, I know everybody's like, well, not everybody, but there's a group of people who are like, hey, you need to uh, wait and see if it's they're guilty before you just automatically throw them out there. And I don't, I don't think you can. That's a, that's a t- I, you. I'm not going to wait around 
to see if it's true that if this guy did that to that girl. I don't want, you know, I don't want any kind of part of that. You know, like right. at, that uh, is just something because what if he comes out like the Enzo thing? He mm-hmm. comes out and he ended up being innocent. That's great and good. But during that time, you know, you kind of push away from that. Like you don't want that near your show. If he becomes innocent and all that, great. Come back. We see, you know, you're, you're, you know, you were falsely accused. That's fine. But I don't think you can be the innocent until proven guilty in those situations. Yeah. So it's, it's, you're guilty until proven innocent to me. Yeah. So, and that's, I think that's how you got to look at it because you can't risk bringing someone in like that when those things are going on, my opinion. Yeah. So, I think that's, that's a good way to look at it too. Definitely, uh, definitely a tough subject. It is. It is. It's, it's a lot of tough. I mean, I know you're going to talk about the Super Show and we got Sammy Guevara coming in mm-hmm. and he's been, um, you know, a, a big, AEW suspended him. He had some stuff going on. Um, my opinion on that, he was 18 years old. He said something really stupid. Yeah. He's friends with Sasha Banks. He apologized. She accepted the apology. She put out her stuff. To me, it's over. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. Like, I, like for those of you who follow me on my personal Facebook, you probably saw I got a little heated about that. Um, but as of right now, like, it's like he said, he apologized. He... He owned he owned up to his actions and well how many how many of us had been eighteen and said right, something yeah. really stupid who said a stupid joke or said yeah. this or that and you know uh, you know wish we could take it back you know um, but you know you, I mean you know. I I won't lie I've said stuff yeah I've said stuff I shouldn't have said but you know we we all have we've all had relationships where we've said something or now abuse is one thing and not right. like that's that's <laughs> you know um, yeah Sammy Guevara didn't abuse it exactly. not that we know of yet uh, like, yeah not, nothing like that came out so just with with what he said I think you know that um, you know I understand what AEW did uh, and, and the suspension and I think that they've been kind of leading the way on, on doing some of that stuff and WWE's been firing guys you know that they've heard but I guarantee you that it's been researched and found out and dug into more than just like, hey, I've seen on Twitter you did this. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I kind of follow their lead and a lot of those things and, and with those guys coming in. But my, um, yeah, that's how I feel about Sammy. There's been a lot of talk. I know the the Super Show is it's a little bit different. It is a C, CCW show, but it is... Super. A, yeah, and it's a Comic-Con. <laughs> they run it. They... You know, they book the guests that come in. Uh, they control all the other stuff. It's kind of like in Charleston. We don't control the ticket prices. We don't control... I, I control the matches and um, a lot of the guys that come in. Super Show, I, a lot of the guys that come in, maybe not the big, big names. They're kind of brought in, and then I kind of piece the stuff together from there. But that's how it works. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> I mean, you can only do what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Super Show, uh, I guess what we've got so far, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Godfather. Godfather will be Godfather here. Godfather will be here. Yeah, I talked to him yesterday, so he oh. would definitely be here. I asked him if he felt comfortable traveling and all that, and he's like, I'm 59 years old, brother. The world's crazy right now, but I've got some cool Papa Shango masks on my brain. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sounds good. So, yeah, he sounds like a, a great guy, but yeah. And Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla. Yeah. Uh, Marco's going to be here. Uh, we're going to find out a lot tonight. I'm going to be bringing up some, uh, you know, we're going to be 
setting up some matches and stuff mm-hmm. tonight. It's going to be really interesting to see how uh, a lot of stuff goes. And I, I hope by tomorrow, Monday, I can get the pretty much the complete card for Super Show yeah. set up. So. Yeah. Is it safe to say, though, that the main event is Otis versus Cash? Is that safe to say yet? <laughs> because, I it's, mean... It's going to be one of the main events. One of the main events. Ooh. Let me put it like because I know, Because I know Cash won the one night riot, and... I don't think Otis is defending the title tonight. He's in a six man. Six man, yeah. yeah. He's in a so, six man. So they are they are set up to wrestle at the Super Show. That match will happen. All right. So that that is one of our main events. Uh, I mean, if I look at that card, um, it's a little bit different than other years. We're not bringing in the the name name big, you know, the Steiners and this and that and and Roller Animal. We're we're kind of. Uh, taking a little bit of a step back but we're bringing it we're going to put some matches on that it's not going to be the name draw that maybe last year was but it's going to be the 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 matches are going to be incredible that that are going to be happening and they like when people leave here they're gonna be like wow that was that was my money's worth right there mm-hmm. so and uh you know let little you know little insight in right now we have been going back and forth on trying to find a building to run the Super Show. Because originally, the arena here, which is our home, wherever Super Show's been, they had a karate show booked. So we were actually going to run outside on the grandstand in back of here um, and have an outdoor show. Uh, But the karate people canceled their show, so we're back at the arena. So we'll be here July 11th. Don't have to worry about rain. Thank God. So, and uh, we get to do our thing. It's going to be, it's going to be fun for sure. I'm excited for it. Me too. Super show is July 11th, correct? July 11th. Uh, Comic-Con will be going on from the 10th to the 12th. Super show will be here um, starting on the, uh, I think we're going to do 7 p.m., but it might be 6, depending on how the car turns out. Uh, (laughs) Last year, we ran a little bit late. Yeah. So, we're going to try to... Take that down about an hour, you know. Maybe get out here around like ten thirty instead of eleven thirty. <laughs> so people aren't so cranky for Comic Con the next day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know, I, I know a lot of people have to get up and go to church, and I want them to be able to see everybody. That's the thing, you know. Kids got to get in bed too. I've got kids. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that's that's kind of the plan so far. But you know, Monday or Tuesday, people are going to see some matches that are going to be like, oh man, this is going to be good. So. Well, I can't wait to see what you got in store for tonight. Rubbing the sands together. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure I'll let you all know what happens on the next episode we do here. Uh, excited for the night. Absolutely. Me too. I'm glad to be back at it. Glad, glad you had me on. We Absolutely. finally got to do this. Yeah, We've been waiting I mean, forever and I always like to come and run my mouth. Yeah, so. we, were, we were actually planning on doing this before the whole coronavirus pandemic happened. But, you know, just... Yeah. Better late than never. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, now we have more to talk about. So yeah. <laughs> it ended up working out okay. Oh yeah. I'll be glad when the virus actually leaves, so we can uh, get back to opening everything up and everybody can be safe. And you know, we'll yeah. we'll be back running 100 percent and AEW and WWE and NWA and all these other companies will be back to back to normal and putting on some great shows. Yeah, I, I still think it's one of the most wildest things ever that WrestleMania had zero fans this year. It's it is sad. It's sad that there wasn't a fan in the stands to see what was supposed to be the Undertaker's last match or Edge's return or Edge's return. Uh, you know, so there there's a lot of stuff that was like, man, I wish I could have been there to see that. 
Yeah. So yeah. is what it is though. I mean, we're we're all learning and you know, every day seems to be something different, you know. So hopefully it <laughs> we don't have any uh killer hornets attack or oh, maybe this virus goes away or whatever else happens. Hopefully it all uh you know, it all ends. The murder hornets. Murder hornets. The murder hornets, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I uh they kinda went quiet after a while. <laughs> yeah. I w I wanna think that was more of a meme than like yeah. apparently it comes from Japan, like they're just guys. Yeah, they found some in Washington, they Washington. said. Yeah. Okay. And that's where it became a big deal. I just seen something the other day, it was funny that you mentioned that, that uh um they are actually putting some scientists out there in Washington to go ahead and kill all of them. And and I guess that's all they had to do. I was mm. like, well, that was kind of a kind of got a big deal out of it. Now I was driving here today, and there was dust everywhere from the Sahara Desert, uh, so it was kind of hard. Really? To see. Yeah. I saw. I was driving from Delta because mm. I live in Delta now. Yeah. And I I saw dust too. Yeah, and that's all from the Sahara Desert that blew in. I don't know if you've seen really? that, but yeah, all that dust come in from uh, the Sahara Desert and is going across America right now. Really? Yep. So there's always something going on in America. I've been living. <laughs> I, I've been living under a rock for a little while. So uh, oh, that's lucky. that's that's news to me. You're very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be living under a rock for a little bit. Yeah. So, Jason, thanks for coming on today. A- absolutely. Thank uh, where, you, man. Where can people find you if they want to find you? Man, uh, Twitter uh, at dub fifty five. Um, I have two Facebook pages and. Uh, a lot of people know it's hard. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times I, I kind of switch back over into messaging, so I miss a whole bunch of messages. But um, uh, Jason Wells, uh, they, I've got two of them, so I hope you find the right one. It's the one that uh, doesn't have my family on the profile picture. In a way, it does. It has like uh, Jackson Crowley and uh, a couple wrestlers from Memphis, uh, Reno Diamond. Um, who was one of the, uh, the Wise Church? Yeah, the Wise Church, and uh, and another member of the Wise Church, uh, Blaylock the Blazer. Uh, so we have that profile picture on that one. So that's that's me. If you guys are looking on there, uh, I try to keep you know wrestling and and family on separate ones. Sure, yeah, because yeah, I can cuss on my uh, on my wrestling one, but I don't. Try that's to what cuss I with my family. <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do with my personal Facebook and my personal Twitter. Exactly. Like if, uh, if you've seen my Twitter, it's completely different from my Facebook. No, yeah. <laughs> I think you got to have that difference, and oh, you know, because yeah. it's hard to run a you know, especially for some of these wrestlers that try to put it all in one, and yeah, it's kind of hard to say that you know, and, and be a character. When, uh, when you know, your mom's commenting on your stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dalton. So, so you can find me, uh, you can find me, like Four Sides on Facebook, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Four Sides IV. Uh, I follow. Yeah, follow, like, whatever they do. Uh, mainly on Spotify. I guess that's the big podcast platform now yeah Spotify behind that because back when I used to do I used to have a podcast and uh, yeah we had the brain on wrestling and it was uh, I was it it had to be about seven eight years ago and the people that we had on I had DDP on my podcast I had I had had Velvet Sky Christopher Daniels uh, you're gonna have to hook me up with some guests man (laughs) well here's the thing it was crazy I just messaged them on Facebook and I asked them if they want to be on podcast, and they said, yeah. Hmm. And we set it up and did it. And uh, my DDP told me, yeah, uh, that was probably, at that time, was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And, uh, you yeah, know, it was, it was wild. But 
I don't know where I can find all that stuff, but I need to try to dig it back up. It's yeah. been a while. It was on Podbean. Podbean. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I can so, never get Podbean to work for me. Nah, it it, it kind of got bad after the government shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Big Lee's always been all about Apple Podcasts, but I seen him post something the other day that said that Spotify is the big podcast platform, so follow me on Spotify. There you go. Uh, I think I'm also on Anchor... Google Podcast. If you, if anybody ever uses Google Podcast, probably not. But mm-hmm. I think I've gotten like so on Anchor. You can see like all the stats of who listens on what platform and stuff. I think I had like a total of one or two people ever listen on Google Podcast. What about the Apple? What about the? I was never able to get on Apple. Like they told, really? They told me one time that they declined me because I had I had something. In one of my episodes, like I think I wrote episode one in my title, and they didn't like that, so I tried to, I tried to get myself resubmitted on there, and they kept me in the waiting box. So yeah. you, you should re- you should tell Lee to do it for you. Ah, you he, know what? At, at this it. point, Spotify's the Spotify's big, the Spotify's big. the big dog. We're going Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're lost, <laughs> guys. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, next episode, we'll probably be talking about what happens here tonight at CCW Homecoming, and we'll talk about some Super Show 4 stuff. So, Jason, thanks again for coming on. Glad we got to finally do this. Absolutely, man. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Later.